0: What is up, internet fam? It's your girl Marls, coming at you with a brand new episode of Stone Opinion, the show in which we get high and chat with interesting folks. So have your blunts ready as we get ready to shoot the shit.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Stone Opinion. Ooh, ooh. Here I have my co-host, Marls Worth the Third.
0: Hello, hello.
1: And uh, joining here today, joining us here today is my. Good friend.
2: Hi, I'm Samisi. I call him Samisi Coconuts. <laughs> I guess my, yeah, I guess a lot of my uh, usernames have been at home in the coconuts. Samisi
1: Coconuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, on my phone, it it's first name Samisi, uh, last name Coconuts. Coconut. <laughs> I'm
0: surprised it's not like an emoji. You know what?
1: Is there a coconut
2: emoji? There is, I believe.
1: There is. Yeah. Shit, dude, my emoji game is super weak right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It legit is. Like, I, I, I don't know. Fucking. They made a movie off of emojis. Oh, like, they did?
2: That's the world we live in now. Wow. That's the worst. I can't. Like, saw that coming. I was like, oh, no, it's terrible. It's you know actually
0: a thing. You know what's <laughs> funny
2: about that? Like, in 20
1: years, all the kids that watch that movie are going to be like, what the fuck? I think mean, kids fucking
2: love that movie. They love yeah. it, but when they're older, they're going to be like, what the fuck? That's how I feel about the first Barney movie. <laughs> They made a <laughs> Barney. Movie? Yo, they made a Barney movie, bro. Holy yeah. shit! You took me on the way with the soldier. right now. Like. Yeah. yeah, they made a Barney movie.
0: I was. They,
2: they made. I think they made like two almost. I want to say there's two. two.
0: There, there is
1: two, two. right? Yeah, yeah, there's two. I mean, I, fuck yeah, I'm right. I don't know. I I uh, I dressed up as Barney as a little kid. Like I remember one year we went to like, I think we went to Florida to go visit relatives, and I was mm-hmm. legit Barney. I have to show you this picture. <laughs> this it's lovely. the funniest shit ever. But no, in, in today's episode, I, I, I want to talk about opportunity and, and that, you know, opportunity is, is, it's like a vast, it's a vast word. It's like a, yeah. it's a deaf and, and with kind of word, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And it so deep. it goes real deep, deep. Like I'm going to, like, I'm getting deep in there. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, <laughs> I want you to put R&B music in there. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I'm going yeah, do it some Sade. <laughs> and so, you know, I want to start off with you. Like, I, I want to pick your brand because you're someone that I definitely admire. Um, you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm going to ahead. Why don't you tell us who the hell you are? Yes. So we can get, the audience can even get a, a, a context of who you are.
2: I'm uh, Sumisi. I'm 23 from L.A., um, jeez, God, so much shit has happened. <laughs> yeah, so Where kind of. We even start that's good. With okay, that. so yeah, right we can start off here. I
1: personally know, have known you for a few years. Um, right, and I know that you're a, a creative genius. You're hilarious, like, and I'm not just saying that to just blow steam up your ass, but you're legit funny. That's and true. I remember like a long, a while ago when when I first uh, when I was first introduced to Snapchat. I started following you, and you have like this voice, like of of a of like a urban legend god. Like you <laughs> yeah, just I have I this. Really to I just met you, but I
0: could listen to you for like hours. <laughs> yeah, you have
1: this like yeah. beautiful voice, and I remember you would make characters in your bathroom at your mom's house. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I was dating someone, Romy. You remember Romy? Right. I remember I was dating yeah. her, and she would just laugh her ass <laughs> off from your videos. Yeah. Cause you're just so freaking hilarious and so i've known you for for a long time as someone that's funny um and now just recently someone that's also like a like a business creative head like you you just you you know the game like i've ran you know i've ran into you at the gym and i know the other day we talked about musically and you're just like my mind was just getting blown i was like this guy knows his shit like He's he he knows what's up, <laughs> and so going from there, tell us about you know about that, like.
2: Yeah, so I that. so I guess um, I guess I'll just start from the very beginning. So born and raised in LA, um, elementary school I actually went to uh, El Marino Language School in Clover City, which is a immersion uh, language school. So from kindergarten to. About seventh grade, I actually learned Japanese and for a while spoke better Japanese and wrote better Japanese than I did English.
1: Wait, so you could you could legit talk to me in Japanese, right?
2: I mean, the, th- the problem about that is, is like I also stopped using Japanese, so I actually keep, but if I actually listen to people talk for long enough, it does come back to
0: it's me. It's come, yeah.
2: age? Uh, hi. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Gen- oh. Gen- Genki, Genki <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, God, that, I know that means, like, uh, nice, to meet, nice you. to meet you, it's like the polite way, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, but I always, cool, forget, I always forget the response to that one, but, uh, yeah, anyway, so I did way. that, I also, my mom also sent me to Saturday Japanese school, wow. I went to Saturday which is, um, in West LA, but it's a Saturday Japanese school, so actually, Monday through Saturday, I would be in, ja- I would be taking Japanese from, like, 8am to, like, 3pm, you know, <laughs> damn, dude, um, my mom's insane. My mom was always about education ever since I was a little kid. Um, middle school, uh, went to 6th and 7th grade in, in uh, Paul Revere Middle School, which is in Brentwood, which isn't really anything too crazy except uh, like, <laughs> I went to school with, like, Barry Gordy's daughter, uh, granddaughter, and, like
1: um, like, famous people. Or so like a couple hire, famous people,
2: up, like Denzel's know? kid, went there. You know, it's oh. it's like whatever. It's like the palisades, you know. So you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. And then for eighth grade, I actually moved to Cerritos So my mom actually moved me to Cerritos because, at least at the time, I don't know if it still is, but she was trying to get me into Whitney High School, <laughs> which is uh, at the time was the number one most. Um, I guess they were rating on like, SATs and stuff. Number one in the, in the nation, um, because well, Koreans are insane at she's school. was really about it. She was really about it. Yes, yeah, so yeah. we actually moved across town. And you, um, there was a bunch of Koreans in there, you said? Or? It, the Korean population in Cerritos is like 99%. Really? Yeah. Wow. And, and 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 my mom was so insane about education, we actually had two <laughs> apartments in Cerritos. So we had the one that we actually lived in. But for that apartment, you know how like you're zoned, basically, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. <clears throat> I was supposed to go to Cerritos High School, which was like not Whitney. <laughs> so my mom wanted me to go to Whitney, so she actually got a second apartment to try to get me into Whitney. Uh, but it turns out I... F- Failed the fucking entrance exam. Yeah, so oh, take man. an entrance entrance she exam. Was livid. She was livid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, in her, I I felt like was punishment at the time, but for her, I guess was saving me time. Uh, I actually didn't go to high school at all. So yeah, um, I took the Chespi California High School Proficiency Exam, and for the four years that would have went to high school, actually started taking. Uh, college-level courses at my...
1: You did not go to high school? I did not go to high school.
2: I have never... Not a day... I dropped out of high... I like to say, one day I'll start telling people that story like on a more legit... Um, That's life, fucking but, insane, dude! <laughs> I did not go No way! way. Yeah. you,
0: man. Yeah. So,
2: did you get a diploma? Like, how yeah, did so that I work? Yeah, so I got it. So, I took the Chesapeake. So, it's like the um, GED, except GED is more for high school dropouts who yeah. you want to go back and get it. Right. The Chesapeake... So there's like three exams. It's like GEDA. There's another one. The case is a Casey or something. Yeah, like yeah. The Casey, that's, yeah. that's if you're already in high school and want to get out. But if you just don't want to go to high school at all, um, the thing to take was the Chesapeake, the California high school proficiency exam.
1: I'm assuming that's like the top tier, hardest one to like. You really would show. think,
2: but it actually only had fifth grade level math and English. No. What? It was insanely easy to pass. The I didn't study rigged. for it. Yeah. Uh, I think I also took the ACT that same year. I, did, I scored okay, and I actually didn't study at all for that test because my ACT test prep had prepared me way more than I had thought. I, mean, I, w- I went in there like super focused, ready to go, and I was like, wait. wait, wait. And where's yeah. the test? <laughs> <This is> easy. <laughs> easy as fuck. Wow. It's like long division. I was like, really? So how old were you? I'm mind blown right now. How old were you when you finished? Um, so that would have been 2009, I want to say. So what is that like?
0: That was about...
2: That's almost 10 years that ago. Is, so I would have been about 13, 14, place. yeah. And you were already done with high school. Done with high school. And I was going... Uh, I went to West LA College first. I did a full AA in English. And you are 14? And at this point, I'm 15, 16. Holy I finished my shit. first AA. Um, and then I actually went to Santa Monica High School and started an uh, AA in biology because at the time I thought I wanted to be pre-med. Uh, I, I worked uh, at a volunteer program. It was like a very... It, High end volunteer program. So I was working at Santa Monica Orthopedic Hospital for a while, um, rotating through different floors as a volunteer. Like actually in the nurses' stand. Um, oh,
0: man. I
2: think one of my favorite ones was working in oncology. I saw a dude die. <laughs> <It> was insane. <laughs> I like had this naked old this old lady wanted to try to hook up with me in like a hospital bed. Like she what? was lit. I was like sixteen. She's like,
1: like, I- I've had the old cattle <laughs> ready for the young yeah. steer. Fuck she, me. I, she, <laughs>
2: I remember I got the call so this was a night shift so some of these shifts went till like 2 in the morning And this is insane like being 16 and working <laughs> at a hospital at 2 in the morning yeah, saying,
1: you're about
2: Is that, that even thing? legal? It is turns out it, it, it's, it's very illegal but anyway Jesus so Jesus Christ The nurses got the call like patient wanted a, a blanket patient was cold so they had warm blankets And then one of the nurses was like oh can you just take a warm blanket to, the, to this room so I was like sure no problem So I get the go to the thing get the oven take the blanket out, walk over to the room, and then the lady's like, oh, okay, uh, I need to wrap myself up in this blanket. I was like, cool. So I was like, hand the blanket. She's like, oh, no, 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 wait, you got to help me put it on. I was like, how do you put on a blanket? Well, turns out you got to take off your robe first, <laughs> get full butt naked. Man. And then try to wrap yourself so up in the blanket So that's like a what burrito.
0: the kids are calling it nowadays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, shit. Wait,
2: are you, are you, like, traumatized from that experience? you, like, <laughs> one of these older, like, <clears throat> cougar moms? <laughs> Except the Botox had fucked her face up, but the body—the body wasn't actually that bad. Like, oh, I, actually, right, I definitely right, thought right. about it for a second, but I was like, ah, this is weird. That I was, a I, think sh- I was still a virgin at the time. I was like, oh, you know telling that story for the rest of
0: your life. No, he actually, I mean,
2: actually, that's a bad story. <laughs> yeah. Like, how did I you lose your
1: virginity? I fucked that 50-year-old lady. It was amazing. I definitely
2: thought about it, though. Yeah. Um, well, but then, yeah, you? are 16, dude. <laughs> yeah, of course. I
1: was
2: that's fucking like, jerking off like five like times a, a day when I was 16. Dude. Yeah, sure. Uh, anyway, it turns out pre-med wasn't for me. I end up, my last couple of years at Santa Monica College, I um, started taking more physics and math-oriented courses. Because um, I was thinking about doing uh, mechanical engineering. And I, I actually still have a really big passion for that. Um, but just life called. Uh, my girlfriend at the time got pregnant. Oh wow! Wait, what went through a lot of crazy things there. Uh, that's yeah. Yeah, as these things do, she I she ended up like miscarrying, but th- having that kind of stress at like nineteen. Just
0: getting that news. Like, that
2: like that changes your you. whole
0: life. Just turns around right there and then.
2: And so yeah, I went through some like serious bouts of depression. Um, really started analyzing my life and like what I wanted to do. Like really had like a really like wake up call. Like in yeah, the day she called cool. me and told me she had miscarried. I was like fuck. I was like, I have a second chance at everything, like, what What do I actually want to do with my you life? You didn't want to have a kid. I didn't want to have a kid. I did, I. did. It's mixed, because I did want to have the kid, and I also didn't want to have... I knew I couldn't support a kid, I knew I was in no position to have a kid, um, but... No, I, I
1: could If I was 19 I, and... I had news like that. I'd be shitting bricks. Oh, I was. I didn't tell anybody. I, I tell anybody would any be af- deathly afraid. I can bear i'm twenty seven and I
2: could barely take yeah. care of myself. Yeah, no, exactly. yeah. I was living at like my mom. I was still living at my mom like it was insane. So anyway, that was such a pivotal moment in my life. I think a couple months later, my friend came to me with his business idea of selling computer parts, and I hopped on that. I took a, a second job at Starbucks, and I was still working at in and out at the time. Um, wow! Ended up quitting In and Out and working uh, for a while. I was working at Starbucks, uh, In and Out, f- and at my friend's business. Jesus! And then ended up quitting In and Out and just working at the two for a bit, and then quitting Starbucks and working at Whole Foods and our business for a while, and started working at elementary school at the time. During
1: that time frame, I remember I was follow- uh, following on social media, and you would post like at the crack of dawn.
2: Oh, it was weird. I wasn't getting any day. sleep for like a year or two. That Ooh. must have been
1: unhealthy. <laughs> I was I
2: was an opener at Starbucks, so that was a four thirty to like twelve thirty shift. I would go and this is even before I had a car, so I would sleep. I don't know if you remember the layout, but they had a patio at Starbucks. Yeah. I would go. I would sit down on the little patio and sleep <laughs> for about two three hours, just in a chair, and then I would go close at In and Out starting at like four or five uh, until like two in the morning. Or we yeah, at like two in the morning, and then go sleep, we'll go home and sleep for a couple hours, and then start back at four thirty in the morning again. Because uh, at the time, so this is all post two uh, thousand eight, and my mom actually lost all of her money in the recession. Uh, so I was also supporting my mother at the time, yeah, and paying the bills, and supporting and feeding myself. Um so there was just you had to do what you had to do there was no time to sleep but I no time to sleep but right. i things became so clear during like such a hard time like i it was very clear what i wanted to do it was very clear what i didn't want to do it was very clear that um i i think i got lucky i feel like i got lucky having such hard circumstances because um making everything so binary just made life so much easier like i just yeah. i i no longer sugarcoat things and allow myself to come up with excuses for stuff like i feel I want to do something. I do it. If I don't, then fuck it. You know yeah. what I mean. Like, like
0: no time to waste. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah.
1: You're fuck. That's a. That's crazy. I did not know that.
2: Yeah. Um, like
1: I kind of knew stuff about you, but I yeah. did not know any of that.
2: Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was, and and just knowing that working with my friend on the business, and then slowly like just becoming a a, a co-founder in that, um, knowing that I love the freedom that business allowed me. I love that I could work as hard. As I wanted and got the same in return yeah. in terms of you know what I, I can get what I want out of it and also you didn't work for someone else I mean besides your customers like you work for them yeah you like. were yeah you work for the customer and that's it um,
1: like yeah. the rewards are are gonna be in the favor of your legacy and not someone else's. right
2: exactly and uh, that makes sense nah, I, I agree and I think the calculation I was making at the time was freedom I just really wanted freedom, freedom. Of everything and I was looking at all these jobs and I saw that I could move up and make more money but the money scaled with how much time I gave the company. Um, with business, it doesn't work that way. In the beginning years, you scale the it does. So the amount of money you make scales with the time. But there's a certain break-even point where you can start to hire people. You can start to let your capital work for you, and then you actually start to get your time back. And I thought, and I thought that was very interesting. I, I wanted to do that more so than become. I don't know, like a like a fourth, like in and out, you know, or like, a, or like become a manager. Yeah, like I just, that wasn't an exciting path for me. Um, and at the time, I think I told my mom I was quitting school as well because I looked into all these careers as well. Doctors actually don't have that much free time, neither Never. do engineers. And they're
1: always in study yeah. mode because they always have to be in school. And, for something. And, and
2: so looking at all the career paths that school would allow me, I was like, damn, I'm not going to get any freedom there either. Really the only thing I could think of at the time was like starting my own business and it just so happened my friend had come to me. So I told my mom uh, that year, I think this is probably like 2015 now, So not even that long ago. I was like, I'm quitting school, and I'm working full-time, and I'm going to work with these side jobs until our business gets to a place, and then after that, I'm just going to work at our business, and then just open multiple businesses, and any money out, out of it. that, I'll invest... And my mom just looked me in the face and just straight up told me I was making a mistake. And mm-hmm. <laughs> as you know, as, as moms, our men-
1: yeah. as mentor Gary Vee would say.
2: And and it's so funny because this is even before I found Gary Vee So I I feel like he, I, all the things he say are validated because I actually lived some of that stuff before uh-huh. I even found Gary Vee But very
0: genuine.
2: I straight up just told my mom like I so I was like I don't give a fuck what you what you think. Like, <laughs> this
0: is, I'm, I'm just telling you. Yeah. yeah. But I'm so
2: yeah. To and this is like coming off of 2008, and I was like, you fucked up. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) like you know like fuck you i'm gonna go do me you
1: know yeah no it's it's crazy like oh man gary v is even before i found him when i saw his video i was like this guy has been speaking to me i have never found him right and everything that he says (laughs) has oh like i i never found him and all this shit that he was talking about was all the shit that i had been doing as a kid and like You know the the career, like everything I've ever thought about, he was doing, and was speaking to me on like on a personal level. So like, if someone were to ask me like, who's your who would who's your mentor right now? I would say Gary V. Of course, yeah. Because the shit that he says, like that's why I quit my living your job at In and Out. Exactly. Yeah. I think I would have been there forever if it wasn't for him. It's the comfort. Miserable. The safety. And I would have been. I, I hated, yeah. but. It, also, and
2: you're miserable. Yeah,
0: life sucking. And
1: I saw one of his videos and I was like, "What it's the fuck!" Up, yeah. Like, exactly. I quit. And within a month, I made the decision so quick. <laughs> I planned like a goal chart. <laughs> I I mean, I did everything smart. Like, I yeah. wasn't just kind of like, "Hey guys."
2: Yeah, of course, you yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like
0: on a whim. It you was,
2: also, can't be hungry and starving on the street. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and so. unless that's your thing. I don't know. Maybe some people want to. Maybe do that. that's <laughs> awesome that, world that, world that we yeah. can both relate
1: to that for sure. So, continue? Uh,
2: Yeah, so, yeah, I told my mom to go fuck herself at the time. (laughs) Um, I'm doing this whole entrepreneurial business thing. Like, uh, you can either support me or not. And for a while, it took my mom to come around. I think even still, my mom doesn't support my decision. Right. Which is fine because... She'll see it. I'm still supporting her. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you might not like this computer part money, but this computer <laughs> part money is feeding yeah. you. Um, so, yeah. And from there, it's just the entire thing of building our business, um, meeting amazing people along the way. I think what I found so interesting about this entire venture is that the more I build my business... Uh, the more I learn about myself and to actually grow the business, I myself as an individual need to Great grow growing as well. And it's a, it's a direct derivative of, of where I am in my life. Mm. And I think that's just insane because I can tangibly look at other people who, who also have their own businesses. And just by looking at their business, I can see where their mental space is at, wow. um, and how, and, and, and the amount of growth they're, they're willing they're going, to do or yeah. unwilling to do. That's crazy. Yeah, Cause I think sense. the same way. Yeah. And I, I
1: always say, like, your vibe attracts your tribe. Right, yeah. And so um, that's crazy to me that you think that way at such a super young age. Like, fuck, man, I look back, I was like, fuck, I wish I would have acted on what I really ever wanted to do and doubled right. down on it. But, you know, it's human error. And as, as a part of human, you get to grow. And, right. like, that's the journey of it, you know? And so now you're in, like, in, so we, now we're in present day. Yeah. You're selling your shit. What, where, where do you see yourself at? Like the next five, I definitely see
2: like you guys starting something else. Yeah. I think, um, (laughs) we have the potential to be the largest supplier of computer parts in the nation. I dare not say the world (laughs) yet because I think China poses some really interesting, uh, uh, oh, fuck Chinese. The Chi- just well, my just Chinese. Just kidding. Actually. Just kidding. No, no, not fuck the Chinese. Just I think kidding. they do, they do business a certain way, and, and that's fine. Um, now they, dude, there there
1: is a reason why their market in the last, I would even say
2: twenty five years has yeah. skyrocketed. China is a whole different that's ball a game. Whole Oh, a, yeah. Physics works different with, when it comes to like, Chinese business. <laughs> I hear the gravity is like uh, a little bit yeah. different too. <laughs> it's just they've turned the entire country into a business and that's just... I don't know. how I don't. I, you can't compete with that. I, you can do the Tom, Donald Trump approach of building walls, I guess. I don't know. Um, but next five years, I think we'll definitely be the largest in the nation. I think there's... As of right now, there's only one person ahead of us and he has a couple-year head start. But I think with... I don't see the same amount of passion and drive coming out of that organization, even though they're so far ahead of us. Uh, I don't know if they have longevity in the game, but definitely going to grow uh, that business out. Definitely starting other businesses, investments, um, and I really want to dive into content creation. I, that's what I've been doing these mm-hmm. last 18 yeah. months. I want to go even harder into content creation because I feel like I may have been born like a creative, but just jumped into business like first, but I, I actually... I, out, of I, out of necessity. Out of necessity. Yeah, out of necessity. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoy content creation so much I, uh, I want to get a, better at you're it you're
1: good at I mean I've I've always thought that for sure since day one I mean um, when you're running a business you're you have to tell a story you know it's like yeah. how you get others to be like wow like I care about that business right. I want to do business with them because of perfect example right uh, apple just released their new ho- home pod right uh, have you seen it yeah, oh me. fucking amazing she she actually <laughs> sent me that video spike jones, i was man. i was literally in my in the break room <clears throat> i was watching it and my head would just just exploded and what apple and spike jones has been able to do with that video like they tell a story right that the home pod will bring you joy or right. it'll let you escape in this into the song uh, 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 in a different universe you know and so the fact that you're creative, like, fuck, man, you have potential to, like, break ground. Even with your Musical.ly account, like... Yeah. Dude, that shit was... It's funny. We just hit 10,000. Dude, that's insane. 10K, 10K. Insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> you could, and you could use that leverage for anything
2: else, you I, know? God, Musical.ly is so interesting. I was just telling my friend David about this the other day. I was, I was telling him, basically... So, he brought up a really good point, my friend. He said that, like, physically, we're the most advanced we've ever been so we are the most comfortable living situations like we are under a roof you go back a thousand years chances are you were not under a roof right Um, we're eating better than we ever have before as humans Uh, we're the most comfortable most well fed all this Um, and in America and in America so we're we're, we're, you know wow the bubble is insane so we're in such a bubble right Um, but my friend brought up a really great point which is that like divorce is also never been higher a uh, mental issues have never also been higher. It's, um, it's a trade off. And so f- for, I think we probably create comedy on musically. Or at least that's what we try to do. But I was telling him, so we're big kinds of like Dave Chappelle, right? I think everyone is right. Right. Yeah. And I was saying Who like what Dave Chappelle has right. now besides money or a show is he now has a legacy in culture. And I was telling him with musically it's the, it's the same thing because these 13, 14 year old kids are even younger. Grow up to become 18, 20, 25, 30. And what you can really do is you can take the advantage of them being 13, going through depression. We've all been through that teenage depression. We can actually dive into those issues with our content and actually touch people and, and bring them about. And what we can actually do is get that same Dave Chappelle type legacy on Musical.ly. And and.
1: and five years from now, be like, hey, five, I remember 10, when you were doing yeah, that. That's I remember when really you were on Musical.ly
2: and, and you can really have influence. So, I mean, like, yeah, I think... Instagram girls are looking for influence in a different way because they're just trying to get a million followers so that they can sell, like, flat Tommy T and everything. <laughs>
1: micro, yeah. micro wins.
2: That was a micro win, micro yeah. But wins. if you go macro with it, you can actually have a legacy. Yeah. Honestly,
1: dude, is- I, wanna, I, honestly, I I honestly, do want to talk about that because yeah. literally yesterday, um, I was just thinking about this, and I'm not even bullshitting you. I was going through my Instagram, and I follow, like, you know, a lot of IG girls, right. and
2: as everyone's. do I. As and, do
1: I. And it happens, you know. You know, sometimes you use As do I. She's a lesbian, so that makes sense. And I'm like going through the, their stories, and I mean, you probably know this, but they sell their sexuality, like on on platforms like Patreon. Right. Where, uh, right. Get, where they're gonna get private Snapchat. Exactly, and oh, so yeah. it it like blows my mind that that's a thing now. That's a whole market. They're a personal stripper. Yeah to an internet society and it's it just reminds me it reminds me of Blade Runner 2049 Uh, like that scene with the hologram and then the the other thing I was thinking is like (laughs) although I think that these Instagram models a lot of them in 10 years Are going to be weeded out destroyed by something you know they end up like they end up losing their image or you know something happens something will happen nothing good ever lasts like i hate to be i hate to say that but it's true right right Right. we can agree we all agree on that and it's going to destroy half of them and because i generally do feel that some of them are actually good some of them are smart
2: yeah
1: Pete, like exactly yeah and and you know, just like everything else, right? Someone, they see an IG model do it, and they're like, hey, that's a good idea. They're going to follow. Yeah. But it's just insane what has happened in the last, I would even say three years, especially for, like, the Instagram. No. Yeah, three because years later. Like the selling of the private Snapchat, get a, you know the different tiers for Patreon, Yeah. and you get to see you know if you buy tier three, you get to see one nipple. If you right. buy tier five, you get to see both of my nipples. Yeah. Tier five. It's like <laughs> tier ten is like a video. Yeah, of me getting undressed, and <laughs> yeah. you have to pay hundred bucks. Tier down. twenty is a
2: Skype it's like call. A, Yeah, dude, it's yeah.
0: insane. It's Rachel just a potato. Cr-
2: that's the society society that we live in. I think I saw something similar as a teenager watching all... Uh, we all watch porn. Let's, 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 I oh saw my, something similar. I, I, I watched porn uh, this morning. Well, porn stars have had websites for a while, like even early 2000s, but none of it... The distribution wasn't... The attention wasn't quite there, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know their business, but... Or the um, internet wasn't even internet like wasn't quite there. Right. I don't know if... I'm sure you guys have seen now, right now, but... Just like on YouTube, if you started an official channel, you can monetize with ads, but you can not on Pornhub now as well. On Pornhub too? Pornhub is now allows you the opportunity to be an, uh, an influencer and, and put ads in front of your videos. That is insane. So if you notice a drop in quality, <laughs> that's because every swinging dick in the country is uploading a video trying to
1: make money. Though, wow. Hey, girlfriend, you wanted to get into business with me? I have a I'm gonna fucking each of other. Over.
2: That's insane, dude. That's that's. That's Somewhere cr- out there, there's the a world. guy trying to make the calculation of hiring prostitutes to sleep with them and trying every to make single night money getting on different. The video, yeah? Dude, that's insane. As a business, or
1: now prostitutes can make much more money. Dude, that's yeah. crazy. No, I think knowledge
2: is everything. I don't know if prostitutes are so up on the social media game as we.
1: I mean, know. maybe that's why they're. I don't. I, no, I
2: don't want to say. Nah, that. we're not going right. no, no, to no, we're, we're not okay. going to. We never It's know. the oldest profession in mankind. So. Yeah, that's true. Brothels. Yeah, that's yeah, the oldest. profession. Yeah, I agree. No for reals. Uh,
1: actually we're hitting we're about to hit that thirty minute mark and we have wow, not so yet to quick. talk about the wheat that we're smoking today. So now Ooh. we're gonna do a wheat segment. Yeah weed every wheat day. Alright, so we have
0: two blends rolled up with the
1: high hemp honey wraps of course um, that
0: one was uh, George's pickup it's the- <clears throat> oh, let me talk about it oh George
1: <coughs> go ahead please from the rough terrain of Ingwood and Arborvita comes a delicious smoking experience of of like no other we are smoking the mimosa hybrid sativa dominant cause you know how I do I don't that's all I smoke man I just smoke the hybrids and what I like is I just like how skunky this though. It's like it was like. Oh, and,
0: ooh, oh my god, that was
1: really good. That was wow. you know that's wow. that's what I do. I do the pop like. Oh my Bear. I'm shook. I'm <laughs> shook right now. I wish, okay, someone come up with this in the next ten years. I want to put Scratch the weed and smell
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: or even better,
0: swipe and smell. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you fucking smell how good this weed is just, oh man, I could put this in my cereal as little nuggets. I'm going to say this has
0: my screen like, flavor.
1: Get your fucking Weedios and get your Weedios. Oh. Bye! Uh, okay. Hi, high and highness, you know what get I'm
0: saying? Get a bowl of Weedios. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but um, we wrapped this up in a honey honey hemp wrap? Honey, It's a high hemp, made
0: by high hemp, but it's the honey wrap.
1: And honestly, um, it was pretty good. Was this all this, or did you do a high? Did you do a? Salad? No, that
0: was side roll too. So that was just all the mimosa. What'd
1: and you then, think of it?
0: Um, you know what? It's hitting pretty nice right now. Actually, honestly.
1: I'm high already. That's for sure. But you know, I got a little tolerance. But no, what kind of what what, what kind of flavors did you get?
0: Honestly, I just tasted the sweetness of the honey.
1: Yeah, I. And g- I'm
0: also drinking beer, so it's like.
1: I'm drinking some the house wine. This is kind
0: of like overpowering everything right now. I'm, no,
1: that makes sense. Yeah. I uh, I'm drinking wine and I tasted the sweetness first, but after that, I tasted like earth funk, like dirt.
0: Earth funk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna add
0: something to that. Yeah,
1: add some good, you know, some good oldies right yeah. there, some shit. Yeah,
0: but it's it's good. It's it's a nice um. It's
1: very sativa it dominant. No, yeah, but it's very it a sativa sure. dominant. Yeah, a hundred percent and uh, feel a little bit
0: what's everybody.
1: the second bl- what's the second blunt so
0: the second one is um an indica it's a El, El Chapo
2: oh El
1: Chapo I
2: am the, I'll put that <laughs> I right put, I'll put, put that, that, that right there, there.
0: <laughs> but uh it's really good I've, I've actually picked this up before it's really it's nice and heavy very um very skunky I love it it's just a nice OG to set the the tone right
1: OGs are the OGs are the best Mojis <laughs> I don't know what that even meant. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> what? I don't know. Put that x music on here.
0: Yes.
1: Oh, my God. All right. Well, that concludes the week's segment for the yeah. week. Yeah. Um, Sponsors. All right. <laughs> Guys, we're 30 minutes into this episode, and... We have yet to talk about opportunity, like what we think of it. We yeah. just, you know. Well,
0: I think in a sense, I mean, we didn't bring the in the bronze spectrum, like the actual background to, it, but you know. We've been low story, key yeah, talking about yeah, it. Story, yeah. yeah. Like, talking like, look about at all those opportunities, yeah. like you
1: know. That's true. Actually, yeah, yeah your story. Well, especially for you you're yeah honestly dude that shows that was inspiring like yeah. I, I was
2: i almost had like yeah. the I, like, yeah. I was just like, like
0: <laughs>
2: you just had to hear about it a little bit <laughs> oh
1: my god yeah. who is he <laughs>
0: i want to help I, him I, just hearing
1: you sorry i was just thinking about like Man, i can't wake up tomorrow early morning yeah Saturday. i know right like just like no <laughs> no just, like, fucking excuses like, go. that's got to be your next tattoo. It's, it should say like no excuses across no your regrets no like <laughs> <laughs> on the top of your forehead but on top of your eyebrows like, No excuses. Chatted like right here. <laughs> no excuses <laughs> You know?
0: Dude. But oh, uh man. I okay. got as a thumbnail.
1: <laughs> Dude, I feel like every episode after the after, <coughs> the after twenty five minutes shit gets weird. Oh, for oh, sure, <coughs> but it, you know it's bound to happen. I think I'm catching a contact. Oh shit! Contact. Sorry, not sorry. I think I caught the contact too. <laughs> uh, contact. <laughs> um. So yeah, man. Opportunity. Like, I want. I want. I want to. I want to hear your views on it.
2: Opportunity. Um. God, I think. I think a lot of people are. are, are um. Uh, I think a lot of people feel like the world owes them something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people. I can agree on that. I feel like a lot of people, instead of being the hero of their own story, I feel like the victim of their own story. One (laughs)
0: hundred
2: percent. I feel like a lot of people think that someone is coming to save them. You're like hitting the (laughs) nail on the
1: head. Yeah. And you're only twenty four. And you're only twenty three. Twenty three. Correction. I was gonna put more. I was gonna. uh, I would have uh, not
2: taken no as an
0: answer. Sure. Thank you. Being very fancy in the blue cup. You know what I'm saying? Wine yeah. in a solo cup.
2: <laughs> it would only be better if it came out of a box. We're only
1: drinking oh. Trader Joe's, Grand Reserve, and some oh, fucking blue I call
2: those space wine.
0: boxes. Because yeah. oh, if nice. Sam- you do a whole box today, you just... Yeah. Stull You guys
2: just fucking stellar <laughs> after that. Yo, <Yeah>, yeah,
0: <laughs> those
1: box wines <laughs> stole out so quick at, at, uh, at they, a
2: grocery store.
0: They're insane. Yeah.
2: But, uh, opportunity, uh, I think you create it. Yeah. I I think, I don't know if you find, I guess you find it, but I've always felt like you create it. I think if you listen enough to, to people's needs, I think if you, I think Mark Zuckerberg had a really great quote. He's talking about making money. He's like, you can make money if you solve people's problems. I think it's the same with opportunity. Money is kind of opportunity in a way. You can find opportunity by solving other people's problems for them. So... I think all I've ever done, really, is just listen to people's problems and then try to come up with solutions for them and to care about them. I think something Gary talks about a lot is in Thank You Economy is is providing value. Have you read that? I have not read Thank You I haven't read that at all, but I intuitively feel like I already know what he's going to say because I feel, I feel like I, I generally like viscerally align with a lot of the things he's saying. Yeah. But I, I have tangibly noticed in my own life, the more you care about people, the more you get back in return. So, right. Uh, whenever I felt like I'm not getting enough out of something or I'm not being rewarded enough, I've just looked at where I'm focusing my efforts and f- tried to figure out how to care more, how to how to go even further, more above and beyond to to provide value to whoever I'm working with. Um, I try. Yeah, I don't. I don't try to. I don't think anyone's coming to save me. I want to, and I don't want anybody to. I kind of right, want to do it my own. You? Yeah, That's, I think a lot of people want to play the victim. I don't know.
1: I feel that. I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I've always had that mindset And that's only because You know I've had like Two great parents And my dad has been A workaholic Both of my parents Were workaholics And I just always Remember my dad He would always say this I'm not even kidding Like Every Every time we got A gift from him He'd be like What if I died tomorrow (laughs) Jeez like, what would happen Oh, man. Me and, my brother, me and my brother would just be Look. like, we just got gifts. Like, how and do like, we answer oh, this?" Like, oh, fuck. Damn, it! Takes
0: a lot, dad. But
1: you know what? And that stuck with me all the time because as a kid, like, I mean, I never thought about it. I'm like, no, my dad, you know, you have that comfort. Like, my dad's, at least for me, like, my dad's always going to be there. But as as I grew up and, like, started to mature, I, I reflect. I'm like, damn, he's right. What would have happened? I would have had to man up like I've I took you know I lived a really good life so I'm very fortunate and grateful and um, but that was instilled instilled from day one like no one owes you shit. Right. Absolutely no one, especially when you come from immigrant parents, oh. where my parents and came in with know. zero Same. and they built what I think in my eyes was an empire of having like a, a roof over your head.
0: Fucking
1: like um, yes, exactly. Like, you know, they
2: we lived a good life. And Can we just talk about how through? much further ahead we are as with the immigrant mentality over entrenched... Uh, Native Americans. Oh yeah, we're (laughs) going.
1: This is my prediction. In the next, in the next fifty years, all the minority groups if are gonna, we're gonna rule the nation. I already know it because not only are we getting smarter. Actually, let me rephrase that. But because we come from immigrant backgrounds, we already have that work ethic instilled in us and now we're only getting smarter. It's unstoppable. And when I look it's when I look back at my at the year that I graduated and I look back at all the people that were fucking intelligent that I knew personally, I'm just like fuck. They're going to rule. They're going to rule this nation and it's going to be a complete nation. We're just growing pains right now. Like all this no, all this Donald Trump, all these old white fucks in office, that's just that's micro. Yeah. We're still a young nation. Of course, yeah. The fact that we have black people in office, right. minority, right. you know, Latinos, right. like women. Women, everything. That's dogs. all the dogs, <laughs> dogs. you know, <laughs> frogs as frogs. secretaries, Masters. like even fucking cats are getting <laughs> a chance now, you know? Shit. And so <laughs> emojis. In the next fifty years, like it's gonna look a lot different. I a
2: hundred percent agree. Yeah. I think um, I think the people in power now are remnants of where the world used to be exactly very old world it's sure. very and old it's failing world. And obviously it doesn't it doesn't and maybe it worked then i don't know i wasn't it alive work. No, no. but it definitely is it not going to work going now. into the future i think we yeah. want more we want more ownership as millennials for all the things they say about millennials i think we definitely want more ownership in everything that we do uh, and i think we want ownership in how the government rules our life uh more so than maybe even the previous generation. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't speak because I wasn't there. So, I don't want to say we're doing it more. But I, I can only speak to what I see. Well, and- here's the thing, though. Because,
1: you know, as generations continue to happen and, like, the you know, shit happens, societies change and evolve with the times. Right. So, when we talk about, like, past times, it, wor- it, was, it worked in that time frame. But we've evolved. Right. Right. And so... As humans, we always we're all prideful people. So when we yeah. see like millennials, you hear them people like bash talking, and I I worked you know I worked as a manager and I remember hearing this a lot at, at conferences and, and they would always ask like, the the DMS and the regionals and be like, how can we get the millennials to work harder? <laughs> and I remember and you know what the reason why In and Out like had amazing divisional managers and regionals is because they understood. Yeah, they understood. They understood the people game. Yeah, and big time. I remember their answers were so crystal clear. They didn't. They didn't have to think about it. They always said, "You just motivate your crew. People yeah. will always be people." Yeah. If a baby is born tomorrow, and when they grow up, they're like twenty five. Doesn't you're, matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What they through. They're, they're still people.
2: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent.
1: That are just living in that culture. Yeah. So your job and our job as a collective society is to like. Grow with them and grow with each yeah. other, and so that's why I say like in fifty years the nation will look a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, hopefully not in nuclear fallout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, has, oh, did you oh hear? Did yes. you hear today?
2: Yes. I think he wants he wants to meet up with Trump. Yeah. With hands, yeah.
1: I this is what I predict is gonna happen. Fucking Donald Trump is gonna go into office, turn off the lights, and go 10 second body, motherfucker, and they're about to go body ten. Sec- <laughs> And then, and then Kim Jong Un is gonna be like, "You beat me."
2: <laughs> Was that a North Korean? Answer? Yeah. Okay. Can you do one? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I've never met a North Korean. I never met one. Other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But he knows English. I know that. Oh, does he? Yeah. He, he Did you know he studied in Geneva, Sweden?
2: Mm, I get hurt something. A lot of them have.
1: Oh yeah. They yeah. they uh he so he studied in in, in uh, Geneva, Sweden, obviously to get the best education makes sense money. and because it's a uh, neutral um, uh, uh country there's no extradition or anything exactly they can You, if, if you could be the worst nation like you could you could piss around the toilet rim and and be still be sent <laughs> to leave Geneva, the seat up yeah leave the leave the toilet seat up and still be sent to geneva uh, sweden to like not put a new toilet paper and to on learn yeah exactly so <laughs> that's what i think is going to happen man
2: yeah, yeah. Immigrant mentality is is just so much. I think we're willing to work for it despite the cost. I think Fifty said it right. Get rich or die trying, right? So, yeah. 50's a um, mogul, like yeah, the legend. Yeah, 50's <laughs> a goat for sure. He
1: is, yeah. dude. He is, and so. No, I, I agree with you though with the uh, immigrant opportunity. Like we have such a higher higher advantage, and I mean, you already know how Gary looks at it. Like I couldn't agree any more with that, and yeah. and so I. You actually it's interesting that you say that like you know you you look at opportunity as like you make your opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a very old stigma is that you always just wait for the opportunity to happen oh, yeah. and I've always heard that like when the opportunity comes you'll no, be you fine. Make it. And so yeah. I'm like no like you you're you're your own like master like yeah. you determine what you want to see. And I think that's part partially why, like, I, you, maybe you, even though you didn't want to be a business person, you intu- intuitively already knew that you yeah. did because you're, like you said, like, you make your opportunities. Right. So you didn't want to be fucking straggled down by a company. Right. And, you know, you, you invest your time. That's why managers work, like, 10, 12-hour work days. Right. Because you're trading time, and although they say <clears throat> we value your time and yeah. we want you to have a great work-life balance, you're a gear. gear. Yeah, exactly. You're
0: making them money, yeah.
1: and you're making. You might be like, "Oh, they pay a great salary," but honestly, like, wake the fuck up. They're they're fucking milking. they you're. Whenever you if you work for a company, you're they're milking you. Mm-hmm.
0: You're making them money. You're making them money. Yeah,
1: and so. I mean, I don't want to talk about that because then a lot of you fuckers are gonna to want to go out there and start making money, but will fail miserably because you don't have the work ethic. Um, <laughs>
2: oh shit! <laughs> Did I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> that's but not that's, true. If they buy Bitcoin at the right time, maybe they'll two hundred percent their profits. And then buy stupid shit. And then buy
1: stupid. Money. <laughs> and then they're gonna to go to Forever Twenty One every week and be like, "Look at my outfit." Put on Snapchat and live that fake life. And then they'll
0: lose. Look at my chain. Spend out
2: Jordan's.
1: Yeah. Because you know what? (laughs) That's why I fucking love Gary because I lived in the struggle so I know what it is like to live on like a hundred dollar budget. Oh Jesus. And so for me, like even now, like I'm making way less money than my previous job, but I fucking love it. Yeah. Like I I don't give a fuck. Like Freedom is everything. Freedom is everything. Like I damn. You just uh, you you just made me wet right now. (laughs) My mind is wet, <laughs> and it's so true. It's so true, and the fact that people can't fucking like they don't think about it like that. It's it's insane. Well, I'm sure, yeah,
2: and I'm sure there's some people who are still stuck at their jobs and they're just trying to figure it out. But um, for those people, definitely keep looking for a way to to find your own freedom. Micro, micro wins. Micro wins in planning and positioning for the macro and what you want to do.
1: Right. That and that's another reason why I. I was like man I need to have him on my show I and mean, that's why I admired you because yeah. your thought process is just it's on a different level
0: mm-hmm.
1: for sure and I don't know if like people tell you that but I for sure think you need you need to know that like about Appreciate yourself like you. reassurance is like a good, we just we we're, were just talking about that but uh, like reassurance is such a good thing especially yeah. for like we're humans we're animals yeah, of you course, know? Yeah. like we want to know like fuck are, are we doing something right
2: yeah you
1: know? yeah fuck them <laughs> run it to I want to hear, hear you though Martine.
0: uh but opportunity yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I couldn't agree anymore like it really is you just you make it like you gotta make it happen I mean I feel like I have gone through a couple of you know a couple of things in my life that um I feel like opportunities were presented but I was just very um I guess uh what, what's the word kind of like um prideful in a way you know what I mean, right. and um, you know, you know, depression hits. You're kind of lost. You know, especially you know, like after you know losing my dad. It's just like you're just in a whirlwind of things, right. and uh, but you just realize like your worth and and that nobody really f- like you said nobody really fucking owes you anything like you just no one gotta, gives a fuck no one gives a fuck like seriously nobody gives a fuck like wow it's insane it's true but um
2: it, and so you're I'm guessing you're Latina. Yeah. So you're brown.
0: Yeah. W- woman. Yes.
2: Are you also, uh, geez, you're gay? Yes. So you got, you're the triple threat. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> you're <laughs> the triple threat <laughs> of like
2: under, like repressed, like person. You're a woman, you're a minority. She's and, kind of a guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm just
0: a really I, don't I don't know if it can
2: get any worse. We'll say 2.5. 2. Yeah. yeah. I'm just And kidding. I've like had different <laughs> opportunities. Like I used
0: to work at Volkswagen, hated it, man and then just what really opened my eyes was working in the restaurant industry it was just like wow oh my god it was just (laughs) insane I was like yo we
1: can all relate it (laughs) It humbles you though
0: yeah it's yes it humbles you thank you so much it's such a humbling experience and I wouldn't take it back and it's just like I feel like now how we're all talking about it it's like it's just so cool to hear about like fuck it's like you feel a little bit less alone in a a sense and you don't it humbles
1: it humbles you in the sense of like now you know how to talk to people Of course. Yes. Or interact with people. Yeah.
2: And and like...
0: In a grand scale, yes.
2: And when someone's having a shitty day, know how to turn it around. I think I always try to ask whoever's serving me coffee or... I'm the merchant or whoever, whoever I'm always like, how's your day going? Is it a busy day? Like, yeah. you, know, like you got big plans after? Like, I'll that's the best. Honestly, yeah. like, just, I might like, sound cliche. Human,
0: you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, it
2: sounds cliche, but like, that's the best
1: part of doing business. Yeah, like getting to establish a relationship. Right. That's so just, that's I all. Well, that's, in the restaurant in the that's all business is a relationship. Yeah. relationship. You have a relationship word to a mouth. piece of, of of a business of a, of a location. Like it just, and word of mouth is the best best yeah. advertisement. One
0: hundred percent. And so that's
1: why I, like. That's I mean, damn! I hate fucking bringing him up again, but that's why I fucking relate with Gary because it's true.
2: Just treat <laughs> Look, people. Gary does everything Look, he, he's saying. he's kind of like he's giving away. He's giving away the entire game for free. You know? And yeah. no one does. Pretty
0: yeah, for free. And nobody it's out cares. Out
2: there. Nobody. Nobody cares. Nobody. <laughs> it's pretty. I mean, right. he has his his audience is obviously growing, but if you think about, it should be way bigger than it is. I would say that's
0: because a lot of people are not out there trying to get it though.
1: I would say like twenty five percent of the people that do actually do something with it actually like get small victories at least. Oh for sure. Yeah. If you
2: put in the work. Yeah. I just it weird that part of me is like wow you know like kind of like fuck Gary I kind of want to do that myself you know like, <laughs> I want to go give giveaway for free you know? I want to go compete with that boy. You know?
0: Man, time sure does fly when you're high. Don't worry, we wouldn't leave you guys hanging like that. We have a part two coming to you real soon. Like always, thanks for tuning in on another episode of Stone Opinion.